today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. The Supreme Court has dismissed an appeal by the City of Burnaby on the Trans Mountain Pipeline extension. This is one of the last appeals the project is facing. To talk more about all of this, Ian Lee is with us, Sprott School of Business, Carleton University. He is with us now. Ian, thanks for the time as always. Much appreciated. Uh, My pleasure. So I guess there's no surprise here, is there? I didn't think so. And, and I do caution, I am not a, a constitutional law professor, I'm in a business school, uh, but I have studied the whole issue of pipelines very intensively because of the economic impact, the economic importance to Canada of uh, infrastructure, including pipelines. And I've certainly read a lot of, uh, of learned uh, scholarly papers by uh, constitutional lawyers, and it just seemed to me that it's a slam dunk, uh, legally speaking, uh, that uh, pipelines that cross provincial barrier boundaries are very clearly and incontrovertibly um, uh, under federal jurisdiction, and certainly not under municipal, let alone provincial jurisdiction. So what now, Ian? Is this the last hurdle? Will this thing get built now? It really depends, in my judgment, and I've, and I've thought about this, and I've actually had discussions with this with my students, with some business people in Ottawa, lobbyists I've talked to. Um, I think it comes down to the protesters and how much they're willing to protest. In other words, how willing are they to break the law, to be blunt? Uh, How much of a price are they willing to pay? Because there is a price paid. It may not be great, but it's much more than zero. And on the other side is how much uh, pain in the court of public opinion are the uh, politicians, both federally and provincially, willing to uh, accept for cracking down on uh, protesters. Um, I mean, we are, at the end of the day, uh, beginning, middle, and end of the day, we are a rule of law country, and that's not a cliché. I mean, there's lots of countries that claim that. You know, whenever I hear Putin say that, I just laugh hysterically. I mean, uh, that's a profoundly corrupt country and is anything but a rule-of-law country. Uh, And there are many countries, uh, or a good number of countries, that are like that. But Canada and a handful of other countries are uniquely uh, rule of law. That is to say, when the laws change, when the laws are passed, we abide by them even when we disagree with them. Whether it be, you know, marijuana laws, although some people do use it illegally, there's very large numbers that respect the law and don't use it because it's been illegal. Um, and, you know, drinking, driving, speeding, it doesn't matter. We're, we're a nation, we don't have an army of policemen, or we can have one cop out there for every citizen. This isn't the Soviet Union. Uh, and so we need compliance. We need people to obey the law and accept the rule of law. So... Uh, the tempers seem to have died down, Scott, uh, somewhat. The passions seem to have died down in B.C., I'm referring to. Um, and it strikes me that there, there may we now be witnessing a, a recognition by the protesters and municipal politicians that were opposed that they've had their kick at the can. Seventeen rulings by various superior courts have struck down the claims by pipeline protesters or those against the pipeline, and it may be sinking in. They fought the good fight, but they they did lose, and it has been, it's now what we call a settled uh, decision. And if they do, the protesters and, and, and other people do accept that, then it's much more likely that the pipeline will be built and will go through. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.